0: Welcome to the Breathing God podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Rodriguez. Last week and the week before, I've been talking about getting unstuck from these religious obligations that I I think so many of us have put on ourselves, you know, letting our letting ourselves enjoy our relationship with God and how I think we've inadvertently created these spiritual to-do lists when it comes to the right and wrong ways of spending time with the Lord. Um, I mean, it is important, obviously, yes, to be faithful and tuck ourselves away with him, to hear his whispers and to grow in our intimacy with him and all that good stuff. But it isn't a duty. It's a joy. It's a relationship. If you didn't see my, I don't know, two, three minute video on social media or YouTube that I put out yesterday about Jesus totally surprising me with his response to what I considered a messed up prayer time, you can check it out. It's it kind of um what happened yesterday to me sums up in such a fun and sweet way what he what i've been talking about in this last 2 weeks it just it surprised me it was like oh okay this is what you've been talking about so it was it was really fun i'm not going to talk about it now cuz i don't want to take the time but um i also talked about last week about living in this absolute wonder of face-to-face life with him and how you know in genesis our very existence began with the father kissing life the very breath of god this face-to-face time with us that's how adam was formed right and you can go back and listen um those were episodes 46 and 47 i believe and you can go back and listen to those so i'm still pondering this this whole face to face is it's just i can't get away from it i'm still pondering it and spending time with him on it and this morning i had an encounter with him that is still on this subject so i guess this can be considered part 2 from yesterday but i want to talk about a scripture before i share the encounter in exodus 33 and again i've i'm just continuing from last week so please listen to episode 47 if you haven't um where i talk about the scripture a bit more but in exodus 33 verse 18 moses says to god show me your glory and i learned this from brian simmons that the greek septuagint which that is the um the original translation from hebrew to greek way back then the oldest the oldest writings of it the oldest translation it doesn't actually use the word glory when moses says show me your glory instead it uses a pronoun called so too So too. It's spelled S E A U T O U. And that word means yourself. So when Moses said, Show me your glory, he was saying, Show me yourself. You know, he wasn't looking to be wowed with some type of experience just for the sake of an experience, but he was asking God, Show me who you are in more depth. Reveal yourself to me. I want to know you. I want to see you. And isn't that our cry too? You know, God didn't ignore that request and he doesn't ignore ours either. Um, so this morning I was meditating on that. And as I was reading those scriptures, I felt the the Lord, um, drawing me into experience the scripture through what's called imaginative contemplation or ignatian contemplation i've i've talked about this before but if you're not sure what it is you can sign up for my mentorship group and i'll i'll teach you a little bit more about that um i'll give you more details about the mentorship at the end of this episode but anyway i imagine myself so basically what i'm talking about is just putting yourself into a scripture as yourself, knowing what you know about scripture, knowing what you know about God, knowing what happens in the story that you're reading, but putting yourself into it and um, experiencing it. Anyway, I imagined myself standing on a mountain with God and I said to him, show me your glory. Show me who you are in more depth. I want to to know you even more and i heard the lord respond with verse 22 which says so shall it be while my glory passes by that i will put you in the cleft of the rock and will cover you with my hand while i pass by and in this encounter the lord held my hand and i took a step backwards into a very small cave like a just a rocky mountain cave it reminded me um, when I was younger I used to go to Greece as a child all the time and there was these little tiny man-made caves just out of these boulders and rocks it reminded me of that it looked just like that and so I stepped back into this tiny rocky cave very small and his hand shielded my eyes but it's hard to explain this but his hand was huge it was like there was a rock outside of this cave um kind of like over the top of the cave and jutted out so that it created a shadow over me over the cave but i knew it was his hand if that makes sense and it actually made the cave dark. And I remember lifting my eyes and trying to see past that darkness. I was searching for the light, right? And I'll circle back to that in a minute, but I wanna just keep going from here and then I'll come back to that. As I stood in that tiny dark cave and I lifted my eyes, Looking for the light, looking for him outside of this cave. I immediately was completely engulfed in his presence, like, oh, help me, Holy Spirit, give me words, like swallowed in his presence. And everything else just disappeared. Every awareness of my surroundings completely vanished. And I realized instantly that I was in Jesus, all of my focus was on him. I was in him and all that he is filled me. It was like this darkness just began to wrap around me and pulled me, like sucked me into, into Jesus. And the only way I can describe it, this, the way it felt was like if you took two glasses of water and you poured them both into one vessel, those two glasses just became one. That was how it felt that we were just one. And that's how it's meant to be, isn't it? He wants you to know that you are in him and he is in you, and you were created to live this way, to live in this awareness of of your oneness. And remember, as I share this encounter, When I share encounters, it isn't just to say, hey, here's a cool encounter. Let me tell you about it. I share encounters because the Lord releases me to share it so that you can go into this as well, or that you can reap the fruit. You can hear his heart for you through this. So I'm not just trying to go, Hey, listen to this cool encounter, but I want you to hear the heart of God for you. This is an invitation for you. It wasn't just for me. And it's interesting because very often as I seek the Lord, um, when I'm specifically asking him what he wants me to share for my podcast, when he happens to draw me to into an encounter, most of the time, I know it is to share with you because it was an answer to my prayer. So, okay, so so I was drawn into that darkness, but all of a sudden just engulfed, swallowed by his presence and the glory and the beauty, um, the preciousness, the power of who God is. That was revealed through Jesus. Listen carefully. Through his split open side. You know, when the word here in verse 22 and also in Song of Songs, chapter 2 and verse 14, it talks about the cleft of the rock. That's an opening in the rock. Jesus is the rock. When he was crucified, when they pierced his side and pierced his hands, he, he became the split open rock. He's the one that we step into now. He is the rock split open for us to go into. And when he hides us in the cleft of the rock, as he did with Moses in this verse, that he, as he does in Song of Songs, he's hiding us in Jesus and he becomes our literal shelter. He becomes our refuge. And I was honestly just so overwhelmed with what I was um, experiencing in this in this complete immersion, this complete union with him that the vision didn't go further than this. He just kept reminding me of scriptures and reminding me of truths like the split open rock thing. And, you know, when we ask him to show us his glory, to show us himself, we engage with that revelation by stepping into Jesus, into the awareness that we're in him and he's in us. That's Acts 17, 28, right? In him, we live and move and have our being. So if you want to experience the fullness of the of his glory, of who he is, we step into him. Put yourself in his presence. Step into his presence. Let him wrap you in his arms in the wonder of your union with him, and his glory and his goodness and his love for you. It's. Love that rescued you and continues to rescue you, continues to free you and transformed you. You know, it surprised me, honestly, that I experienced darkness when he put his hand over my eyes to shield me. But instantly, I had the revelation that, you know, sometimes we, when we ask God to take us deeper, to teach us, to reveal himself. Sometimes it feels like things are going in the opposite direction. It feels like it's getting dark. Like, God, I've been asking you to show me your glory. Why does it feel like everything's getting messed up? Why, oh, why does it feel like it's actually darker? Why do why do I feel like I'm there's more opposition? And why does it seem that I'm actually having a harder time hearing you? It, it, those things do happen sometimes. But in the darkness, one of the first things we do. Is lift our eyes and look for the light. <laughs> Sometimes the Lord wraps Himself in darkness. Oh, I don't have that scripture. I apologize. I I wanted to find that scripture and I forgot. But there is a scripture that talks about that he he clothes Himself in dar- He clothes Himself in darkness, and I I don't have it right now. But feel free to look that up. Um, maybe I'll put it in the show notes. But he wraps himself in darkness, not evil. It doesn't say he wraps himself in evil, but in darkness. It's like he comes in darkness in ways we don't understand. In every darkness, he he is in there with us, clothed. It's like he's hiding himself for us to find that in, in the darkness, in our times of darkness, he's there with us hiding with us. He's, you know, there's so much of him that we don't really understand. He closed himself in mystery. In this experience, I wasn't afraid of the darkness. I just looked for the light. And the moment I turned my eyes to look for the light, I began to sink into him. And it was, he wrapped me like in this blanket of such tender care, but it, I was, you know, imagine, imagine sitting on the couch next to someone you love and it's chilly and they take this blanket. Imagine you're just a little kid and you're sitting with, with someone you love, a mom, a dad, aunt, uncle, whatever, someone safe. And they take a big blanket and they cut, put you on their lap and they wrap that blanket around you and squeeze you tight and hold you close. And it was like that. It was like this cuddly, safe place not a dark fearful one it was it was beautiful this is this is where he's drawing us into a place where even the darkness is light even the darkness feels like an answer because we just feel ourselves drawn into him more and more i want you to know that you were created to know him and it's you know, obviously it's okay to keep asking for more, just like Moses did. No matter what revelation you have, no matter how much of him you have, he wants you to know him more. Moses talked to him face to face like a friend does. And and Moses was covered, I think it's for, um, chapter 24, where he was in the cloud of glory. And yet he's still like, show me more. I want to know you more. And then as I mentioned last week, then he says, I want to know your way. I want to, I just help me know you more. There's always more to know. And God loves when we cry out for that. He's not going to tease you and say, well, I know you want to know me more, but sorry, you're not quite there yet. No. God wants you to know what it's like to be consumed with him, just like that water, you know, that one cup and that other cup being poured together and just all mixed together in him, so completely one with him that people uh, can't tell where you start and where he starts and where, you know, you're just, you're one. He wants This union, this reality of your oneness in him, he wants it to be your reality. He wants you to feel safe even in the darkness and to know that he's there. God knew what Moses could and couldn't handle. We don't have to be afraid of his glory. We don't have to be afraid when we come into the presence of God and we open ourselves up completely and vulnerably it is a very vulnerable and open thing to sit before the lord to lay before the lord in silence and just say search me you search me you know me already show me show me what you see and show me more of You and more of myself and help me to grow in you and you open yourself so vulnerably. We don't have to be afraid that he's going to show us more than we can handle, whether it's of his glory or of ourselves as he's searching us. We can trust him. You know, because of what Jesus did, because we live in him now, I want to remind you that all of his glory is actually in you right? We're just being led by his spirit to access it in varying degrees. When we ask him to show us his glory, he leads us to the rock. He invites us into the split open side of Jesus. Jesus is the door into glory and that door is inside of us now. It's inside of you. You have access to the very throne of God, to the glory, to the love, to the majesty, to the healing, to the wisdom, to the breakthrough, everything you need because you're meant to live here in him. In him, we live and move and have our being. The best part of our lives are when we're living in our identity, when we live in him, this is where we come alive. This is where we come alive. This is where we change. When we ask him, show me your glory, he says, yes, come away with me. Step into the awareness of who he is in you and who you are in me. And if you want to know me more, if you want to see me more, step into the presence of of my son, step into the presence that this door that I've created that is accessible to you because it is inside of you because he is inside of you. You can use um, these scriptures and I, uh, what is it, Exodus thirty-three, on your own. You can enter into your own imaginative contemplation, um, always asking Holy Spirit to guide you. To lead you. If you want to know more about how to do that, you can sign up for the mentorship um, group that I'm going to start on Facebook. Just go to the contact tab on my website and send me your email. So, my website again is gretchenrodriguez.com. Look for contact me, send me your email. I will let you know though that registration is closing this Sunday. So, just in a couple days from now. November 13th, so if you're listening to this after it closes, don't worry, God willing, I'm going to reopen the group, Um, I'm not exactly sure, but sometime towards the beginning of next year, I will reopen the group, and you'll be able to get in, I really want to build on what I'm teaching you guys from the beginning, foundations, and growing, so I don't want, um, we'll bring people in Uh, very strategically. So I love you guys. I hope that you realize that you, this is not, this is not just, Hey, that was a cool encounter. Hey, that felt really cool. I'm reminded today that all of us have been invited to experience the glory knowing him knowing his goodness knowing all that he is knowing everything about him this is our invitation this is this was why jesus came so that we can know and enjoy father son and holy spirit to live in him and to know him more so i invite you step into that awareness spend time with him today spend time with him this weekend sit in the quiet of his love, meditate on scripture, and know how absolutely loved you are and that God wants to speak to you face to face in the same way. Love you guys. Thank you for joining me on the Breathing God podcast. If this show has ministered to you, Please consider leaving a review right here. And if you think the podcast will bless someone else, please share it. You can find help for anxiety, sign up for my newsletter, and find lots of other goodies on my website, gretchenrodriguez.com.